Well, hello there. My name is Jan Burt, and this is my podcast, The Burt Not Ernie Show, where we talk about God's promises and the hope those promises bring to our everyday lives. Whenever I meet somebody new, I introduce myself as Jan Burt and say, like Burt and Ernie, since it's easy to confuse my last name with a different one. And almost always, people smile when they think of Burt and Ernie. That got me thinking. I'm a Burt, and I'm not an Ernie. But how often do we live as if we're someone God never meant for us to be? Part of knowing who you are is knowing who you're not. Hence the name, The Burt Not Ernie Show. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dig into God's promises. Well, hey there. Hello, hello again, everyone. Welcome back to The Burt Not Ernie Show podcast. This is episode 75. I'd like to jump right in today. I'm not even going to do like a little intro. I'm just going to jump right in and read a verse. Uh, Today we're in the New Testament, and I have kind of a little challenge for you right off the bat. As I read, I want to ask you to think to yourself, what exactly is the Lord promising to me in this verse? So as I read, you think about that. Uh, It is a verse um, I'm reading in the Amplified, surprise, surprise, 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 3. But the Lord is faithful. And he will strengthen you, setting you on a firm foundation and will protect and guard you from the evil one. Okay, Um, I'm also going to read it in the New Living Translation. So we have two versions, not much difference, but just enough that maybe you might hear something that might jump out at you and uh, really bless you and encourage you. But the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. Okay, so the verse starts with the word, but... Uh, So, you know, let's just take a quick look back at what verses one and two say so that we know, like, why is that but there? So it doesn't feel disjointed, you know? Okay, I'm going to read in the New Living Translation. Finally, dear brothers and sisters, we ask you to pray for us. Pray that the Lord's message will spread rapidly and be honored wherever it goes, just as when it came to you. Pray, too, that we will be rescued from wicked and evil people, for not everyone is a believer. Okay, those are verses one and two. And then verse three, but the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. Okay, so when the message came to them, these people at Thessalonica, when it came to them, they were changed. And that's because God's word is life changing, right? I mean, so we should, we should be more surprised. We should be more surprised when people's lives are not changed than when they are. Sadly, it's the other way around. We're like, whoa, can you believe that? I never dreamed. I never thought. I thought they were hopeless. What? Now, we should be more surprised when there is no change than when there is. The norm should be life change. The message came to them and the people were changed. Why? Because God's word, God's message is life changing. What else is the point of everything that Jesus died to give us? All of his life, all the words in red, all of the New Testament, everything that the, that the church on the whole like global scale from the resurrection on, all of that is, isn't it all about change? It should be good change, life change. Yes, it should be. So maybe start conditioning yourself to um, not be so surprised when God's word when the Lord, when Jesus, when the Holy Spirit steps in and changes somebody, be more surprised when you don't see change and start asking yourself, why is that? What's going on here? Hmm, Lord, what's going on here? I mean, really pray that. And I'm not 
being judgmental or anything. I'm just saying um, we should expect change. And when we don't see it, maybe reset, reframe things. And honestly, we'll start seeing more change when we start looking for it. Okay. Enough said about that, I guess. But anyway, you get the point. This is the background for our verse today. So they wanted, because their life was changed, they wanted to share about the life-changing message. Another thing that we should not be surprised at seeing. They wanted to share about Jesus. And so, da-da-da, the message spread rapidly. You know, when we let God's word, when we let the good news about Jesus change our lives, we honor the message of Jesus. Not everyone, not everyone will accept that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. But for those who do, that actually honors the Lord. It is so honoring to him when people accept that he is the way, the truth, and the life. Okay, so um, Paul's prayer request here, because Paul wrote this letter to the church at Thessalonica. Paul's prayer request was that the message would spread rapidly Please pray for that, he said, and that it would be honored wherever it goes. Pray that it will be honored. Still a really great thing to pray for. How amazing would it be if we prayed this over our Sunday morning um, sermons that we listen to, um, our Bible studies, our small groups, our social media posts, um, our podcasts, whatever it might be, that we would pray for that, for people that we know that are doing missions work, that we would pray that the message about the good news of Jesus would spread rapidly and be honored wherever it goes. That's awesome for every like YouTube video. I mean, think about the implications of this. You could pray this um, kind of like a bullet prayer, an arrow prayer shot straight up to heaven, whatever you come across something in your feed, um, an Instagram, whatever, that uh, fits the bill of spreading the good news about Jesus, right? Okay, so great prayer. I hope we start praying it even more. That's one of the things that jumped out at me when I was reading this. Um, and also he prayed that they would, that he and his cohorts would be rescued specifically from wicked and evil people. So Paul said, pray the message would spread rapidly, that it'll be honored wherever it goes, and pray that we will be rescued specifically from wicked and evil people. And the end, he ends verse two by saying, um, it's really a simple and profound statement. He just says, for not everyone is a believer. Okay, please don't forget that truth. Not everyone is a believer. There are wicked and evil people in the world who are going to push back and fight against and even attack those who want to share the good news about Jesus, because not everyone is a believer. That's what comes before what we find in verse three. Okay, so we see that word, but everything that comes before the word, but I just, I just shared with you, but the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. I feel it's safe to say that this isn't just like, oh, that's, that's all right. That's pretty. This is, uh, okay, that's a good word. Yeah, I maybe should keep that in mind. Like it's, this is, this is for us now. It's not just for them 2000 years ago. Like we don't want to go, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'm sure that was true then. Oh, the evil Paul was coming up against, the opposition he was facing. Uh, what about today? Can this be for us today too? Yep, yep. The reality is there are wicked and evil people. Yep. The reality is not everyone is a believer, but the Lord, your God, he is faithful, is faithful. Count on that. It is so true for us today. And for many of us, we just need to remember this one simple thing. Three words. God is faithful. He is faithful. He will never cease to be faithful. And he will strengthen you. There is power in that word will, you know. 
when we see the word will in one of God's promises, God is saying he will do something. And when he says he will do something, he will do it. He will do it. He will strengthen you. He is faithful. He will never cease to be faithful. So he will strengthen you. He will strengthen you. He will guard you from the evil one. That's really, this is quite a promise. It really is. This is, um, this is not small potatoes here, folks. This is a big deal. The Amplified says he will strengthen you, setting you on a firm foundation. That is key. This is key. We all have our lives standing on, resting on some type of foundation. So if we got to have a foundation, and we do, it probably may as well be the best possible foundation. You know, am I right? How good is it to know? How good is it to know beyond a shadow of even the idiotiest, bittiest doubt that God will strengthen you? God himself will guard you from the evil one. The same evil one that is parading around like an angel of light. Okay, this is what the New Testament tells us about Satan. It says, Paul wrote that he would appear to you to deceive you, even even the, the elect, those who, who know Jesus, who serve him, not... Um, not in Jesus's parable of the soil. You're not the ones that like heard about it. And then as soon as trouble came along, boom, you walked away from the Lord. You heard about it, but it took no root. You heard about Jesus. And then um, the issues, the hardships of life happened. And you said, eh, this ain't getting it for me. No, he's talking about those who heard the word of the Lord, heard about Jesus, received Jesus as Lord and Savior, and then went on to live um, fully all in with the Lord. Paul says, even to them, if Satan possibly can, he's going to appear as an angel of light. Why? Because he is the deceiver. That's what he does. He deceives an angel of light, not of darkness, not like a horror movie, not like they think of, Oh, that's evil. That's scary. As an angel of light, something really good. Masquerading is something really pure. Um, And also I got to tell you, when it comes to like horror movies and stuff, I personally, that's a do not, that's on a do not list. That's a, um, I have an attitude where I say I'm giving my enemy no quarter and I'm not going to be partaking in my enemy's twisted demonic evil entertainment because that's giving him quarter, right? So, um, you know, like, are you going to let the Brits come live in your house and eat your food during the Revolutionary War? You, do you have a Nazi over for dinner? Don't give the enemy quarter. And at the same time, don't forget that he will appear to you as an angel of light. If he can't get you one way, he's going to try to get you another. And by get you, I mean, he can't snatch you out of the Father's hand, the Bible says, once saved. You know, if you're, he can't, Satan can't unsave you, but he can harass you. He can try to discredit you. He can work hard to... Um, just wreak havoc in your life because he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. That's his MO. And if he can't do that through like the obvious ways, what we see as obvious, he's going to be sneaky. An angel of light is one way he appears. Okay. Um, So the evil one that God is guarding you from, according to this promise, is the one who appears as an angel of light, the one who deceives the nations. He's the prince of the power of the air. So if he's the prince of the power of, of the air, if he's controlling some stuff, right? Like um, what's in the air? Well, what comes to mind to me is like the airwaves, music, TV, uh, what's on the Google and so on. He's the prince of the power of what's coming at you. Okay. So um, am I stepping on any toes here today? Ooh, I probably am. But you know what? Listen, the enemy will take truth and pull out some pieces of it and twist it if he can deceive people. He is the father of lies. That's what the Bible says. And I'll tell you what else 
Satan knows exactly what the Bible says. He knows God's word very, very well. So be aware of who this evil one is and then remember, oh, this is exactly who God has promised to guard me against. He'll strengthen me and he'll protect me from this exact evil one who does all these things. That's who God's guarding you from. That's really a big deal. This is an important promise. This is the world that we live in. And God has given you this promise for the exact world and point in time that you live in. It's good news. I think the key word here, and not the key word, the key is kind of for us to A, know what the Bible says so that we can know that we know that we know what God's promises are to us. And then to B, apply those promises, believe them. They are ironclad things that God has for us. So we need to apply them to our lives as such, not as wishy-washy hope-sos, but nope, this is ironclad. This is for me. And ain't nobody going to move me off of my firm foundation, which is, of course, Jesus Christ. Okay, so this is my verse. This is also your verse. How are you and I actually going to live out our lives as if it's really ours? Because it is. I'm going to read it to you one more time from the Amplified. But the Lord is faithful and he will strengthen you, setting you on a firm foundation and will protect and guard you from the evil one. He sure will. He sure will. Okay, that's yours. That's yours. That's mine. Okay, I've got three more verses today. Um, You know what? You know what? Actually, uh, I just think the Holy Spirit is saying stop here because if I keep going and add more to this, what I just shared may end up kind of lost in a big old pile of words. And uh, I think God wants you to hear it today and know that it's true for you. This is for you today. So I don't want you to forget this. I'm going to stop here. I'll save those other verses for another episode. God will guard you from the evil one, from your enemy. He will. And even right now, he is guarding you. I want you to spend a few minutes just thinking about this verse, praying about the exact things in your own personal life that feel like an enemy assault. If you know the enemy is messing with you. If you know the enemy is messing with you, can you take this verse and apply it to that exact situation? I know you can. I guess I'm saying, will you? Uh, Let me read both versions once more, and then I'm just going to pray for you and encourage you. And I want to encourage you really seriously, spend some time, like even if it's five minutes, spend some time praying about your life and the stuff that's coming at you like fast and furious. So, And also this week, um, I'm going to say this now so that I can end praying for you and reading the verses. So that's what sticks as the final thing. But um, this week in my online prayer group called Praying Through the Storm with Jan Albert, it's on Facebook, we are reading Psalm 91 verse 1 and praying that verse over our lives. So last week we did the introduction in the group. This week we're reading verse 1 and we're going to read one verse all the way through the end of the year. 16 verses, we're going to read a verse a week and pray it Um, over just in general, and then of course, praying for one another in specific prayer requests. And then I, um, as kind of the founder of the group and praying over just a, a myriad of requests continually. So that's how we're spending the last 16 weeks of 2021 as we roll into 2022. So you're welcome to join us. I'm going to put the link in the show notes, or you can just search for, um, praying through the storm with Jan Albert, or just praying through the storm prayer group on Facebook. And you can be admitted to the group and join us for that. So this week, it's Psalm 91, verse 1. Um, This is a big deal. 
we got to pray for each other and we have to believe God's word and God's promises and praying them out loud and standing with one another in agreement. Is there a better time than today to start doing that? No, I don't think so. So, okay. So please join for that. It's not like a, there's no spam. There's no, it's just a free group. We're just praying. Okay. So I'm going to read it again to you. Today's verse from the New Living Translation, 2 Thessalonians 3, 3. But the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. And lastly, from the Amplified, but the Lord is faithful and he will strengthen you, setting you on a firm foundation and will protect you and guard you from the evil one. I'm going to pray for you. Father, today I come before you, before your throne of grace, and I boldly ask that you do a work in the lives of every single person who listens to this episode. Move, Lord. Act, Lord. Hear us as we cry out to you and answer us. Protect us. Guard us from the evil one and also from those who oppose your message and those who are not believers. Lord, let your word spread rapidly, even via this, you know, my little podcast. May may your word just be honored everywhere. Do in each listener's life exactly as you have promised to do. Protect them and guard them. Set them on a firm foundation. Strengthen them today and then do it again tomorrow and show yourself faithful in our world today. And I ask all this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much for letting me pray with you today. Um, Spend some time with the Lord. Really do. Just spend a few minutes with him if that's all you've got. Longer if you have longer. And let his promise renew your courage and strengthen your heart today. I'm going to see you back here next week for episode number 76. And may the Lord God Most High bless you abundantly today. Bye-bye. I'm so glad you joined me for this episode of the Burt Not Ernie Show. It's an honor and a blessing to talk about God's promises with you. Have a fabulous day. And remember, part of knowing who you are is knowing who you're not. Lord bless. I'll see you next time.